What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Leah M. Forney, back with another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. Listen, I cannot believe I am recording the final episode of season two. Like, where in the hell did the time go? Like, I can't believe season two is over. But listen, I have to first kick off this episode by thanking each and every one of you guys who show up each and every week, listening in, tuning in. Listen, I have been checking the analytics it is crazy how much we have grown in this season, like 15 countries in, over 1,500 plays. Like, it's crazy. So I got to thank you guys. I got to thank my listeners who tune in every Thursday, who message me every Thursday, who comments on a post about the show every Thursday. Listen, I could not have done this. I would not have the success without each and every one of you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. So listen... You already know we coming back, right? Like, Hey Queen Thrive will be back season three, kicking off January 13, 2023 for season three, two-year anniversary of the show. How crazy is that? So you definitely got to make sure that you catch up before season three. So if you haven't been tuning in all season long, you got plenty of time because when we're coming back for season three, you already know I'm bringing the A game. I'm bringing the guests. I'm bringing the fire. So listen, you do, you know what I do want to know? What was your favorite episode this season? Like I kind of know based on the analytics and, and the, and how many plays, but I really want to know. So like, definitely make sure you comment on the posts that you see all over on social media and let me know what was your favorite episode of the season. So listen, I can tell you one of my favorite episodes this season, and, and y'all already know where I'm going, because if you know me, you know, this is one of my favorite topics, right? So I had a few favorite episodes this season. Um, I will say one of them was my girl, Dr. Brittany uh, Bodice-Smith, the, the Christian sexologist. Hunty, did she not come with the A-game? Did she not come with the fire? Oh, my God. Listen, I might have to bring her back for season three. Like, I might just have to bring her back for season three. Because she shared so much in that episode about your sexuality and, and your sex life. Like, ah, it was so good. So, <clears throat> That was definitely one of my favorites. Um, I would have to say another one of my favorites, gotta shout this this amazing couple out, was definitely the episode on getting your whole financial life together. Shout out to Catherine and Reginald Austin. Like the Austin Kingdom is doing the damn thing, y'all. I hope y'all have been connecting with this amazing power couple. That was absolutely one of my favorite episodes. Absolutely one of my favorite episodes, like hands down. God, it was so, oh man, it's been so many amazing, amazing episodes this season. Like I'm really trying to think, oh, another one of my favorite episodes, it was like top of the the, the start of the season. My boy, my broski, doctor, I want to, look, I call him a doctor, but he ain't a doctor. Maybe I'm speaking it into your existence. I might be speaking it into the atmosphere, bro. Um, But <laughs> Gregory Devon, listen, that whole episode about relationships, whoo, yeah, that was an amazing episode. So I, look, I can go on and on about some of my favorites, but those three right there stood out the most for me, and I absolutely enjoyed this season. I had the best time 
interviewing these people. So I can't really, I like, I'm so excited and I can't wait for season three. Like I really cannot wait for season three. And so speaking of season three, some things are changing. Hey, Queen Thrive is getting a facelift. <laughs> so definitely new graphics is coming in season three. Um, because listen, let me tell you something. Being a one woman show is not easy. So your girl is definitely going to put some systems in place for her podcast where some things can just go out automatically on a Thursday versus me having to post every Thursday. So definitely stay tuned for that. I'm definitely coming with some new graphics. I'm definitely coming up with a new way for people to connect and engage. Like it's going to be amazing. Um, The other thing that's happening in season three is sponsorship. Listen, if you want to run an ad, (laughs) On Hey Queen Thrive, now you'll have the opportunity to do so. So probably season one, people started telling me, oh, Leah, you should monetize your podcast, right? Like you should start offering sponsorship. And the only reason why I didn't do that, y'all, is because I wanted to get my numbers up, right? I wanted to get my numbers up. I wanted to grow the the brand and the and the podcast. And so I did that. <laughs> I have successfully done that. We are in over 15 countries with over 1,500 plays, right? So we're growing. And so season three, Hey Queen Thrive is offering sponsorship packages so that people that tune in that are like, listen, I want to be able to promote my event, promote the release of my book, promote whatever, right? Like they'll be able to do that um, for a small fee on the podcast. So definitely stay tuned for that. Cause when I announce space for um, season three, um, there will also be an announcement if you want to go ahead and click and become a sponsor. So that's coming down the pipeline. Season three is probably not going to be as long. I'm just going ahead and give y'all the disclaimer now. And again, it's because I'm a one woman show, right? So I have to do all the things I have to record. I have to interview. I have to edit. I got to do all the things, right? And so until I'm in a position to financially, uh, hire me a producer to do all the things like yours truly, is going to um, have to do all the things. So with that being said, I'm probably not doing more than like 20 episodes in season three, 20, 25, like give or take. Um, So it will be a little shorter than than season two and season one, but I'm still coming with the fire with my guests. So definitely stay on the lookout because towards the end of the year, I will start to announce um, the slots. And let me tell you something, when them slots go, they go. So don't, do not, do not DM me, do not email me talking about Leah, how can I be a guest on your podcast? Cause I clicked the link and there's no more slots available. There's no more slots available, sis. Okay. Okay. Let's make that clear now. So gotta catch you guys up. Oh God. I'm like, dang, when's the last time we actually had a conversation? So gotta catch you guys up. A lot has happened this year. A whole lot has happened this year. Both good and bad, right? But, well, I want to say good and bad. Good and indifferent, right? So definitely the top of the year, um, I went on a 21-day fast, right, with 21 women all about businesses. And we prayed and fasted for 21 days about our businesses. God definitely revealed a lot to me about, um, one, me (laughs) and my role as a leader, but then also, two, kind of what my business needed to look like. So I did that um, in the first quarter of the year. Um, 
Well, no, second quarter of the year. Definitely first quarter of the year, I definitely released my first, my school, you know, which was purpose-driven university then, but it has since been rebranded. Um, and so it is now a whole digital suite with a whole bunch of mini, mini courses. And so before I give you the details and all that, I will definitely share with you how it became to that. So definitely top of the year, um, first quarter, I was, I was still kind of figuring out um, what my niche was, what I really wanted to do. Um, I kind of found myself in this place and space of where I was kind of just taking on clients for the sake of taking on clients. Right. But I wasn't find really fulfilled in that. So I just kept trying. Right. So I kept putting stuff out there. So quarter one, we definitely had, of course, season two started of Hey Queen Thrive. I had my digital course school that opened. I did a casting call for my very first documentary, which I can't wait to tell y'all all about. Um, and then I just did a whole lot of planning and prayer, you know, planning and preparing um, for a few things, right? So then when quarter two came in, yours truly um, did a whole lot, right? So not only did we have the release of a documentary, Life After Loss, which I'm in, but then we also um, began to uh build up that email list i did a branding photo shoot so many things happened <laughs> in, in quarter two i took a vacation who listen your girl was in vegas and utah which was absolutely phenomenal like it was nothing like waking up to the utah mountains for five days so peaceful so serene it was everything i needed in the moment i another thing that i did in quarter two was your girl took a leave of absence from work, like literally six weeks out of work. And I didn't miss a beat, like didn't miss a beat. God definitely made sure all my bills was paid, my rent was paid. But when I tell you I needed that mental health break, especially because I work in the mental health sector, y'all already know that, right? Like my background is I work in mental health, right? So going through a whole global pandemic and having to help people through their own issues, like I needed a break. And so I decided before I hurt somebody else or hurt somebody, right. Or go off on somebody, I needed to take a break. And so I did that and it was so needed. And so for those of you who are maybe tuning in and it's like, I am right there. I'm at the cusp of burnout. I'm at the cusp of, I'm about to cut somebody out. Listen, go ahead and take that leave in absence. <laughs> go ahead and use that FMLA. That is what it's there for. So I definitely did that in quarter two. And then I came back to work and, and I still have um, FMLA or whatever. I use it on an intermittent basis. So when I need to take time off, I can. That's how my doctor wrote it out. So I did that. Um, May, I was in Utah. Definitely kicked it out there in Utah. And I had a blast. Oh, my God. I, I was two seconds from not coming back, y'all. Like, I ain't even going to hold you. I was like two seconds <laughs> from not coming back. Like, people were asking me, oh, my God, Leah, how's Utah? And I'm like, y'all might have to pull up on me in Utah. I might not come back. Now, I will say Utah was an experience, though. I really will. It was a cultural shock uh, to an extent. Um, because definitely it was me and 19 other women. We went on this vacation, um, with a company called unique stays and shout out to them. And so of course it was all black women. So we were like the only black people in Utah, like for real, for real. Um, but, 
But I will say the the people of Utah were very friendly, very friendly, very nice, was telling us, you know, how things kind of went down in Utah. The biggest culture change and culture shock for me, though, was that shit closed down at like seven o'clock at night. It was like, Err? like, do you know what's happening at seven o'clock at night in my neck of the woods? Like, it was a little crazy. But <laughs> overall... I absolutely enjoyed myself. I absolutely enjoy connecting with new people. I have now a new group of friends and I'm super excited and can't wait for our next trip next year um, to Costa Rica. Like your girl is going to be traveling. So definitely, I absolutely enjoy it. And speaking of traveling, I have to say, if I had to pick a fourth episode this season, it was my girl, Keita Mason. Oh my God, travel guru extraordinaire. Like she came through came through with all the travel agent tidbits, man. Like, shout out to her. But, um, yeah, so your girl was definitely traveling. Uh, what else has happened? Oh, the eighth book dropped. The eighth book dropped. The grand finale, Born to be Unbound, has dropped, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, for those who kept saying, Leah, I don't know why you keep saying this is your final book. It is. <laughs> And, and, and we're going to get into that, right? But um, Born to be Unbound got released. It is the book that I have written from a healed place. It's very different. Even my editor was like, this is different <laughs> compared to all the other books. So definitely grab your copy. If you have not already, you can definitely get it on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. Or if you want a signed copy, hit up the website and go ahead and grab your signed copy. I will gladly sign it and ship it out to you. So definitely that dropped. And then your girl did in the month of June. This is huge, y'all. This is huge. This is huge. Drum roll, please. Your girl produced her very first documentary. O-M-G. <laughs> like, never in a million years did I ever think that I, Leah Michelle Forney, would be a filmmaker and a producer of a documentary. And so the documentary that I produced was called The Forgotten, Unheard Stories of Black Women and Sexual Assault. Shout out to my team. Shout out to my sis, Teresa Mitchell, Janae Productions. She has been on this podcast twice. But listen, we came together in collaboration and we made that shit happen. And so I am beyond excited it is getting ready to release really, really soon. So definitely make sure you follow me on all my social medias so you can know when we do not only just a virtual screening, but an in-person screening because it's happening. I'm definitely doing one in the DMV area for all my DMV area folks. And there's definitely one going down in my hometown of the NYC right there in Brooklyn. So listen, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. And shout out to the ladies. Shout out to the ladies. My sis Lavinia and Jaquilla and Dr. Mecca. Like, shout out to the ladies that said yes and came through and shared their story. Listen, listen, listen. I ain't even going to get into all of that because you got to watch the film to see this. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Woo! So, yeah, your girl did that. Um, So, yeah, a lot of stuff happened. So, after that moment in my life, um, I kind of got into this place and space where I needed to get real clear on some things, right? Like, again, I knew it was time to, to shift in my business. I knew it was time to shift in my life. God was already kind of nudging me in that direction, but I really didn't know kind of which way <laughs> I wanted to shift. Um, but 
in either way, I started down this journey of getting really clear about who I wanted to serve in my business and how I wanted to serve them. And so that led me to hiring a new coach. Um, and I continued to work with my former coach for like a month or two. And then I transitioned out of that and went into a new coach that was really going to help me build and grow my business to where I wanted to be. So with that being said, I got out of the book writing space. So anytime, don't come to me, tell my Leah, can you help me write? No, I cannot. But Leah has some referrals for you to help you write and publish book. And you're probably like, why did you do that? So in all honesty, I was very comfortable, very, very comfortable in the book writing space, very comfortable in the book writing space. And it took um, a pastor and a few people to say to me, um, there's more to you than just the writer, right? So I had to begin to make that shift for people to no longer know me as just an author, but really understand that I am multifaceted and there's so many other layers to me, right? And so getting clear, I had to get clear about a few things. One, I had to get clear about my audience and who I really wanted to serve and my ideal client. And then two, I had to get clear about what my sweet spot is. What is it that I really enjoy talking about? And so that for me was public relations and visibility, right? And so I literally shifted my entire business to be more focused on public relationship, public relations and visibility and really being able to cultivate and teach people what I know. Because here's what 2022 has done for me. I can now officially say that I am a sought after author, speaker, and trainer. Like literally this whole year thus far, I have not pitched myself to be a part of anybody's anything. People have literally found me and reached out, like literally. So I have not had to do the legwork that I used to do to get on people's podcasts, get in people's um, news programs, radio, you know, magazines or whatever, like literally people have found me and reached out, right? And so what I realized is that that's what I love to talk about. That's what I love to teach. If you've ever been a part of any of my masterclasses, you know that I always say visibility is the name of the game. And so shifting for me was crucial, right? It was either I was going to continue to do um, business as usual, which if I be a thousand percent honest and transparent, and y'all know I am, it business was feeling like work and I wasn't making no money right? To then shift and position myself to not only show up where my audience needs me, but then also show up and be able to um, teach what I want to teach and be fulfilled, right? Because I truly believe that if you're going to do anything, especially something that God has called you to do, that you got to be fulfilled. So I definitely did that. um, And it has, it was the best decision ever, you know, even, and then let's just talk a little bit about the things I've learned in the growth, right? Not just me as a leader and as a business owner and a business woman, but I, I spent a lot of 2022 really um, engaging in personal and professional and business development, right? So I got certified as a certified um, business coach. I did a five-day 
um, Unleash Your Calling Challenge um, under Dr. Darius Daniels. If you don't know who he is, check him out. Um, what else did I do? I did so much. Oh, I took a, a whole course on conversion copy and really understanding the levels of, you know, understanding your, your client's level of awareness. Like I spent a lot of time doing self, the personal development, professional development, business development. And then when I wasn't doing business development, I was still on my own healing journey. Right. And so I was reading a lot more books. You know, I read this year, um, we Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. I read Homecoming, which, by the way, is a phenomenal book. Definitely get it um, by Dr. Thema Bryant. Um, I did Women Evolve, Sarah Jake Roberts. I did Bamboozled by Jesus, um, Yvonne Orgy. What else? I've read so many books. Um, Red Lip Theology, Candace Bebo. Um, Oh, what's my girl? Uh, Feeding the Soul, Tabitha Brown. Like, Brown, like I literally drenched myself in personal development, professional development, and business development, right? So where I found myself being weak at, I was like, okay, I need to learn, right? So then I could strengthen myself in that area. And so that let that be a lesson to some, somebody that's listening is that don't look at your weaknesses as something bad. Look at your weaknesses as um, something good, right? And so I did that. I did a whole lot of um, personal, professional development um, and, and growing, right? Healing, being a better version of myself. So yeah, 2022 really don't owe me nothing, right? It really does not owe me anything. And I'm so grateful that I spent the time to pivot. I spent the time to to embrace the shift. I spent the time to grow, right? Granted, it came with a lot of challenges. Don't get it get me twisted. Like I definitely had some challenges this year. Definitely had to face some hard truths this year. Not just about me, but even the people that were in my circle, right? <laughs> like God had to reveal some of the snakes in the grass. Um, and that wasn't easy, but even in the level of growth that I am in, right? Like being able to walk away, <laughs> right? Like really be able to walk away um, was such a blessing, with such a blessing in it, in and of itself. And so, yeah, 2022 was amazing, 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 amazing year. Um, I think one of my biggest highlights outside of producing my film and my eighth book dropping and just shifting in my business um, was the article that was released about me um, through the Joyful Heart Foundation. They released my sexual assault awareness story or my sexual assault survivor story on their website, which was huge. Because um, anytime you get nationally recognized by a major uh, nationally recognized organization, that, that speaks to the work that you're doing. Um, so that was definitely huge. Um, and I'm just beyond excited of what 2023 is going to bring. I will let you guys in on a secret right now. Your girl has a major two-day event happening April in April 2023. Um, for sexual assault awareness month. So definitely stay connected. Definitely follow me on all my social media, social media, subscribe to my email list, all of that, um, so that you can get that information when it drops because you want to be a part of that event. Like for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, 
I can't complain, man. I can't complain. I'm grateful. I'm grateful to you guys that continue to tune in. I'm grateful for the growth in in me, in my business, in my podcast. Like, I'm just beyond grateful. I always say, and this is one of my mantras, like, God will do exactly what he said he will do. You know, even when it doesn't feel like it, (laughs) even when it feels like, how in the hell this is going to happen? I promise you he will do exactly what he said he will do. He will He will show up. He will show out. And I'm a living witness and a living testimony of that because he's done it. Not just in 2022, but then just in my life in general, he has done it. And so wherever you are in whatever season you find yourself in, I want to encourage you before we get into Thriving Nuggets. I want to encourage you that God will do exactly what he says he will do. If you are in a season where it feels like you can't hear him or your reality is not aligning with what he told you, understand that you're in the right place at the right time because you're navigating that space that I like to call the in-between space, right? And this the, the key to the in-between space is really trusting in God. Even when it does not look like, because trust me, throughout 2022, I've had plenty of times where I was like, God, listen. My reality is not in alignment with what you said. (laughs) God, listen, my bank account don't look nothing like what you said. (laughs) You know what I mean? So understand that he will do exactly what he said he will do. And so, man, I cannot wait to see what the remainder of 2022 will look like, but I cannot even wait to see what 2023 has to offer um, because this has by far been one of the best years of my life and in so many ways in one, like in so many ways in one. And so I'm just beyond excited, y'all. Like, again, thank you for making season two of Hey Queen Thrive phenomenal. I could not have done it without you guys. And so listen, for the last time in this season, your girl is going to let you know that she'll be back with Thriver Nuggets. (laughs) All right, your girl is back, back with Thriver Nuggets. I can't believe it's the last Thriver Nuggets of season two. Oh my God. Listen, I don't even know. I don't even know if I want to do it. I don't want to say goodbye. <laughs> listen, but, all right, we're going to get into it. This, listen, this, th- this episode's Thriver Nuggets is really inspired by um, just my life this year, right? And so I got seven tips for you guys, seven tips on really how to begin to handle those transitions in life and in business. Because listen, y'all, like it, it happens. It comes with the territory, man. It really does. It comes with the territory. I wish I could say that you can like skip over some shit, but that's not how this works. Um, And so you're going to have transitions. You're going to have those in-between periods, right? Both in your life and in business, right? And so For those of you that are like, Leah, what the hell is an in-between period, right? In-between periods, right, is that place and space where two things can coexist at the same time, right? So for me, my in-between period looked like I was healing and grieving all at the same time, right? It looked like I was happy and anxious all at the same time. It, It looked like I was excited and ready 
and nervous at the same time, right? So when you're in that in-between period, really you have to rely on God to get you through, right? You have to rely on God. You have to trust in him. You have to trust in his process. You have to be all in, like like 10 toes down, right? Like down, like you, y'all know I'm from New York. So, you know, you got to be like NYC to the casket drop, right? Like you, that's the level of energy you have to be when you're in that in-between space, you kind of got to be like, listen, it's all enough in that at this point. Like I'm putting all my money on red <laughs> for all my gamblers, right? Like that's what you have to be in real, in order to get on the other side of that in-between period. And, and the thing about being in that space of in-between is that there's no rule book. Like there's nothing that nobody can say. There's no, there's no, Hey, do this and you'll get that. Like, you're legit navigating that shit by yourself, one, two, um, really like holding on to God's hands and, and, and trusting that he's literally going to take you step by step, moment by moment, like minute by minute, hour by hour, second by second, like legit. So that's what I mean by I say the in-between period. So let's talk about these seven tips though. How do you really begin... To, to handle life's transitions because I believe somebody's going to listen to this and they're going to be like, oh my God, this is it. I am in this space. I understand this in-between period. This has been my life. Holy shit. Now I got some concrete um, ways to, to navigate. So tip number one, always make time to recall your purpose and that big reason why this is one of the reasons why even in business even in life people have heard me say it what is your why right and when i used to be in network marketing right one of the things that the coach that i had in network marketing she used to always say your why should be big enough that it makes you cry right like when you think of your why i want you to go seven layers deep because when you go seven layers deep right once you hit that seventh layer of your why, that's the core. That is the real reason why you do what you do, right? That is the real reason why you show up how you show up, right? So you want to make sure that when you are navigating these transitions in your life and in your business, that you take time to really recall why the hell you got started in the first place, right? And I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really just talking about business, but like I said, even in your life, right? So you want to understand that you're, when you understand, right, that your life is about way more than the, these distractions, because that's what a lot of them are, right, that are arising in your life when life is happening, you'll handle them better, right? So for me, Understanding my why also helped me to understand that if I'm in a season where it just looks real chaotic, right, there's some growth and development that has to happen, right? I could not be the leader that I am if God didn't take me through seasons where he's like, yo, I got to get your attitude together. I got to get your mouth together because you can't keep talking just any kind of way. You can't keep showing up just any kind of way, right? So like, I'll give you guys a perfect example. During the season, during the time that I was filming this documentary, I had to deal with some major attacks, right? And they were coming from people closest to me. And the Leah that was still broke, busted, and disgusted and broken, right? Like she would have handled that, though, that moment in her life 
on some real New York City crazy rah-rah shit. Like, for real. And for those of you that don't know, we're cuss. So if you don't like it, you should probably stop listening to this podcast. Um, But because I'm healing and growing and becoming, I now have implemented for myself a place in space where I take time to process, right? And so instead of handling the attack on some knuck if you buck, now don't get it twisted, was I feeling that way? Yes. But I had to understand the bigger purpose, right? And so it was easier for me to be like, I'm gonna put that shit to the side and we're gonna focus on what is it that we are here to do, right? So definitely take that time to reflect, right? Because you really want to make sure that you're staying in alignment with your purpose or whatever, regardless of the transition that you're in. Number two, self-care, 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 self-care. Self-care is a major priority, man, when you are going through a transition. Like seriously, like just like when you're on a plane, right? What the flight attendant always tell you on a plane? When that oxygen mask drop, right? What they tell you to do, secure your own mask first before you be trying to help somebody else, right? That's what self-care really is, y'all. It's making sure that you put on your own goddamn oxygen mask first before you be trying to help mommy and them and nene and them and the husband and everybody else. So while you're going through a transition in your life and in business, practice some damn self-care. Put you first. Tend to your own needs, Right? And then worry about everybody else. All right. Number three, flexibility. Listen, you have to be willing to be flexible during the season of transition. You have to be willing to, let me say that for you again. You have to be willing to be flexible. Because let me tell you something. Something is going to go wrong, right? Something is not going to go as planned. So you got to be willing to shift and pivot and trust the process. Again, I can only give use the example in my own life when I had to film my documentary. I literally, within the in the 12th hour, the midnight hour, shifted the whole location from where I thought it was going to be to where it ended up being. I had to be flexible because if I wasn't flexible, I would have been like, ah, I would have had a whole tantrum and God would have been looking at me like, girl, get your life, right? So you got to be flexible in this season of your life and in your business. Number four, evaluate that circle of friends, y'all. Let me tell you something. Nothing shows you who you really rock with than when you're going through an in-between season. I'm just going to say that one more time. Nothing lets you know who you really rock with than when you're in your in-between season. Because honey boo-boo child, there are some people that literally showed me who the hell they are while I was going through my in-between season. There were some people that sent me text messages like, God had told me that it was time to part ways. Oh, Okay. And again, if I was still in that broke, busted, disgusted, and broken place, I would have told him, her, and them, and they, and whoever where to get off at. But because I am still in a place where God is constantly challenging me to grow and heal and to develop and to become, I wish them well and kept it moving. So if you find yourself in a season where it seems like everybody that you used to fuck with don't fuck with you, 
Just saying, you in the right place at the right time. I'm just saying, okay? Number five, <laughs> grace. Listen, give yourself grace during this season of transition. Like, seriously, give yourself grace. Give your, matter of fact, go ahead. Matter of fact, we're going to pause for 10 seconds. I want you to say to yourself right now, I am giving myself permission to give myself grace during this season of transition. Give yourself grace, man. Like for real, because the reality is everything is happening for a reason, right? And if it's happening, it, you got to stop looking at life and, and life's challenges and business and business challenges as why is this happening to me? You got to start looking at it like, why is this happening for me? What is it came, coming to teach me? Right? I'll tell you one of the biggest lessons I learned in my own transition was one, the power of the pivot, but then two, right? Like be embracing the power of the pivot. Cause let me tell you something. I could have been like, Jesus, I'm not shifting nothing. I'm gonna keep doing how I've been doing and then been irritated that I wasn't getting the results. But because I had gotten to the place where I was like, okay, God, if you're telling me to shift, then I'm just gonna embrace that this is where I'm at and this is the season. Like literally the whole month of June, I did not post anything. People were kind of like, damn, Leah ain't posting like that. She ain't, like, cause I was in a midst of not only a shift and a pivot, but a whole rebrand. Because I, like I just told y'all, I flipped my whole entire business on his head. <laughs> was like, ah, flip, this is what we doing, right? So I had to practice that grace. I had to be like, all right, if it's happening, God is God wants me to get something out of it. There's some development he wants me to see. There's some growth he wants me to get. Like, so it wasn't happening to me. It was happening for me. And I'm so glad that I embraced the, the, the transition, right? And I gave myself grace because then I would not be where I am today. So give yourself grace, y'all, for real, for real. All right, <laughs> number six, create a plan, right? Create a plan. Listen, what's the saying? If you don't, if you plan to fail, you fail the plan or something like that. Anyway, but create a plan y'all, especially for those of y'all that are in business, create that plan and, and really implement it, right? Like again, if you're in this, if you find yourself in a space of transition, there's something that you still need to be doing, right? One of my bishops used to always say preparation plus opportunity equals success, so in order to truly be successful, you're going to have to prepare for the opportunity. One thing that God told me back in 2021, and even and then he reiterated it in um, during my 21-day fast, was that you don't have time to slow down. So I need you to put the things in place now, right? Like, I need you to get the preparation done now. Because here's the thing, when the acceleration happens... When, when the launch happens, when it's time for takeoff, you ain't got time to be like, oh, shoot, did I pack that? Did I put this in the suitcase? Where my phone at? Where the, like, you ain't got time for none of that. You ain't got time. You're going to have to take off, right? And so when he puts you in that in-between season, when he has you in that holding pattern stage, when he has you on the ground waiting and preparing, take that preparation period to heart. Don't take it lightly. Do the work because when it's time to take off, you ain't got time to slow down. 
Take it from somebody who's living it. I literally said to God the other day, I was like, dang, God, can you slow down? Like, I feel like the acceleration is, woo. And he's like, nope, I didn't already told you. When it come, when it's time to accelerate, it's time to accelerate. So definitely create the plan, y'all. Create the plan. Map everything out. And and let me just say this: be okay with the plan changing. You can create it because here's the thing that, that I've learned about God. God just wants to see you do the footwork, right? I'm not saying that the plan that you created <laughs> is going to work out. Let me tell you something. Do you know how many times I revamped my coaching program? Like, if I could only show y'all my notebooks, do you know how many times <laughs> I didn't change the name, I didn't change the idea, I didn't did this, I didn't did Like, do you know how many times? <laughs> do you know how many times I revamped my whole program? Several times. So even though I had a plan, I had to be okay with God saying, nope, that ain't it. Go this way. I'm just saying. All right. And the last one that I have for the final, the final, the final Thriver Nuggets of season two is get someone to hold you accountable. Listen, listen. One thing I cannot stand is when people don't have accountability partners. You need accountability partners. You need people that you can bounce your ideas off of. You need people that you can, that can hold your feet to the fire. I am so so grateful for my accountability circle and they know who they are. I don't got to shout them out, but I'm so grateful for the ones that are like, all right, so did you show up today? Did you do this today? Did you do that today? I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for them because when I don't want to show up, when I don't want to be visible, when I don't want to put it out there, guess what happens? Somebody going to send that text message. Hey, girl, I ain't seen you post nothing about such and such today. What's up? Like, I'm grateful. So get you a circle of accountability. People that are on the level that you're trying to get to that will say to you, hey, I need you to show up. I need you to be visible. I need you to stop talking to me about that bullshit and focus on these goals. I need you to, like, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So listen, for the last time of season two, this concludes another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. Season two is officially in the bag. Definitely catch up. You got so many episodes you need to catch up on. We will be back January 13, 2023 with season three. You don't want to miss that season. I love each and every one of you guys. Thank you so much for making Hey Queen Thrive the success that it has been. And I will see you guys soon. Season three, January 13, 2023. Until next time, peace.